Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Hall. I'm John. And today it is episode eight of season three. It is Dark Awakening. And in the last Very episode, dark. Cup discovered that the Decepticons were using weaponized death crystals. That sounds cool. Death crystals. And uh, must no. confront a monster. Uh, so he's got to confront a monster from his past called Chaos to stop Galvatron. And Paul, if we ever release a, a death metal album, it should be called <laughs> Weaponized Death Crystals. <laughs> So we open up with uh, some action here. We have Rodimus, Magnus, Spike, RC, and Daniel uh, in one of these Autobot shuttles on the run from Galvatron and his armada. Uh, yeah, we're, we're redoing this scene again. Once again, it's an Autobot ship being chased by a Decepticon ship, and there's asteroids involved. So this is yeah, what, this kind of feels like this. it was a, a branch off from the movie that they never explored. Or even the very first episode when the Autobots escape Cybertron. Anyway. Yeah, really. Uh, on the Decepticon ship, uh, Galvatron has the Quintessons on the phone, and uh, uh, yep. they say they led him to Rodimus, and he just immediately shoots the monitors. <laughs> like, boom, I gone. I don't like this show. <laughs> Funny if you just see <laughs> Rumble, like he turns around and starts talking to somebody else, and in the background you see Rumble and Frenzy bringing in another TV. Shaking their heads, rolling their eyes. Like, Here we go um, again. So the, uh, the Decepticon Armada targets the Autobot ship um, mm, they just before it blows up. Yeah, Magnus is like, or Rodimus is like, I got an idea. They blow the shit out of it. And again, going back to uh, to the movie, they eject the cockpit. One and quarter of the ship, yeah. Yeah, they're all fine. So everybody's fine. They're fine. But like Cyclonus is like, ah, it's the end of Rodimus Prime. And Galvatron wants to investigate the rubble. So they, mm-hmm. they go. But yeah, it was the old takeoff in the life pod bit again. And yeah. like Ultra Magnus says, well, there's no radio. So it could be months before we're found. And then Spike is like, all right, so what are me and my son supposed to do when the air runs out? It's like, oh, so you do have lungs. Yeah. But Rodimus is like, well, you got two options. You can suffocate or you can smother. <laughs> I couldn't believe Jesus he Jesus Christ, this. dude. Rodimus hit a weird angle in this episode where he, he comes off as a bit of a dick. And later, well, I'll get to when he turns back into Hot Rod. We'll get but, to but that. It's almost like he might as well have just slowly turned around in his chair and suddenly he has a goatee and he's stroking it with one hand and like patting Ravage with the other. And he's like, I expect you to die, Mr. <laughs> Witwicky. Or just, just look <laughs> at Spike and give him the finger and stare at him for 10 seconds. Yeah. Give him the finger, not breaking <laughs> eye contact. So anyway, uh, the, the Autobots and humans, uh, they're flying along, and Rodimus picks up a place to land on radar, doesn't know what it is. And yeah, there's then, something up ahead, and like, we can dock on that, whatever it is. And then the Decepticons, <laughs> have the same thing happens. They see something ahead, they can so they alter their course to go after them. And the object turns out to be a mausoleum, I guess. Yeah, because like Spike's like, that's the size of Manhattan, and then Rodimus very quietly is like, I never wanted to see this thing again. Yeah. And and like all of the Autobots, all of a sudden, are very quiet, very very somber, and it's because this is a mausoleum, basically, that the Autobots built for their dead from the war, like in the movie. Like I gotta say, how would Spike not know that, right? Yeah, I know. As soon as it came up on radar, they should have all been like, "Oh, it's the mausoleum." But I gotta say, the first act of this episode is like horror movie stuff. It's really good. Oh yeah. Um, it, it, Yeah. Fucking derails after that, but um, so mm. the Decepticons. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, the, the Autobots. They fly into this mausoleum. Yeah, because Daniel's like is Optimus Prime one of them, and they just yeah, nod. that's it. And he like, immediately yeah, yeah, is yeah. very uncomfortable with this. Daniel is. It's great that we get to explore it through his eyes because this a good horror movie and shows Rodimus you how. Is yeah. like, 
a child. Don't worry, Daniel. There's no such thing as ghosts. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Or so we believe. Uh, And as they wander through the mausoleum, horror movie style, Daniel wanders off on his own. And we see the tombs. It it hurt me a little to see Ironhide. Uh, Yeah, I knew you were going to mention Ironhide. And the next one's Ratchet. And then this one, well, Ratchet's like, oh, I did like him. And then Prowl, like, oh, he was one of my favorite Autobots. He really was. But uh, he just didn't do enough in season two. That's why no, I didn't mention no. him in the round. And then uh, Hoffer. <laughs> and then Hoffer, yep. Fuck him. I don't so, care. Uh, so then he, oh, he, I don't know if it's Hoffer's tomb or monument or whatever it is, but he touches something and uh, yeah, the light something shorter. walks up behind Daniel. You just yeah. see the legs. And it's very familiar. It, but it's odd that it walked up behind him because when the lights come back on, Optimus appears like into yeah. existence it's like here i am and it's like kind of ghostly and, and daniel's like holy fuck and run <laughs> like oh, it's not kind of ghostly like his, his face mask is cracked open his chest is shattered and you can see like gears and he he's like zombie hmm. optimus and like uh he runs into rodimus and he's like uh i just oh no but before that before that, he he's running away and like tries to open a door, yeah, and a de- uh, an yeah. Autobot corpse Opens just almost it. falls on him, and he screams. Yeah. This is why it was great. He has to run away, and he gets to Rodimus, and he's like, "I saw him. I saw Optimus, and not everybody believes." They're him. like, "Yeah, all right. Well, let's check it out anyway, right? It's on the other yeah. side of the veil. the The veil of remembrance is this big, shimmering blue light thing that I guess you can just walk through. And uh, they walk. That'll up to- be after we come out with the uh, weaponized death crystals." <laughs> veil of Remembrance will be our ballad album. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they go through this veil. Yeah, to Prime's tomb. And they find a sarcophagus. Well, and Rodimus is like, look, if he were alive, I would know because the Matrix would tell him. But you know what? I get mm-hmm. him sure. And RC's like, no, I just want to go back. And uh, the tomb is empty. Right? They they open it. There's nothing in there. Yeah. And as soon as they open it, uh, there's this weird moment where Rodimus just goes, oh, the Decepticons are here. And, and then the yeah, Decepticons yeah, come like, in. Oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> when Carol Burnett used to say, coming, and then the phone would ring. <laughs> uh, they have this fight, and there's just too many Decepticons. They push the Autobots back into Optimus' tomb and basically shoot them all down. And Galvatron starts yeah. monologuing. Ah, oh, <laughs> I'm going to kill y'all. fight, RC gets shot in the knee. And that's why she's not a garden wind help. Yeah, she, this was kind of, they really nerfed her here. She didn't really fight at all. She, um, admittedly, t- that shot in the knee, she did that jumping in front of Spike and Daniel and saving yeah. their lives. But it was like, they just took her out of the action very quickly by taking out one of her legs. And now somebody has to help her along. Anyway, uh, just as Galvatron's about to blast them yeah, all away. Blindfold and cigarette time. Yeah. Cup has his own brand. Don't worry, guys. I got this. From off screen. Pew, 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 pew. Mm. It's, it's Optimus. And he shoots Galvatron yeah, and is like... like Back Get out or of I'll here! Die. Uh, you'll die! I'll kill and you, motherfuckers! And the are just like, oh, yeah. holy shit! And they book it, and Cyclonus carries Galvatron out. Yeah, he has to help him like, along, and they. I, I, I like this unquestionable loyalty to Galvatron it, that yeah, Cyclonus has. Yeah, it is cool. Like he never questions anything. Yeah. No matter how much Galvatron beats the shit out of him or anything else, it's like, nope, I am loyal. Like. Okay. It's, it's admittedly a nice change from Starscream. And uh, so the Autobots, you know, uh, follow the, the Decepticons, shoot at them. They have to pass outside of the veil, and they, the Decepticons retreat. And then they say, hey, check it out, and it's Optimus. Commercial break. <laughs> and Rodimus is all like, uh, what are your commands or something? And it's like, man, you're still the boss. I mean, just because the old mm. boss came back from retirement to visit the office doesn't mean you're demoted, right? Yeah. And Optimus just asks, 
Is the Matrix safe? Yeah, Rodimus right away is like, hey, <laughs> yeah. can I suck your dick? And Rodimus is like... Like, he's very yeah, eager. Well, uh, he just wants to get rid of the fucking thing, right? He doesn't want to be the boss. He's like, he's all set to hand it back. But Ultra Magnus and Copper are like, whoa, hang on a minute. Let's, let's you know, keep your yeah. dick in your pants. But, like, Optimus says, he was in darkness and then light. And Daniel's like, like a coma or something? Well, he, he tries to explain, and then he starts talking about, I must complete my plan. And, and Rodimus is like, yeah! What's the plan? Yeah. And Optimus <laughs> just walks off. So they, But they follow him, and they find out he's built an escape ship, and he's going to escape the mausoleum. So then Rodimus, there was this weird thing where Rodimus, he takes the Matrix out, yeah. and he's like, you have it. He and Optimus it is like, no, no, and puts his hands well, up. It's won't. almost like he can't. Uh, let it near him at first, right? Mm. I'm thinking, oh, okay, maybe this is a Unicron thing, right? Because remember, the, the Matrix was, was the kill, one yeah. thing that could... So I was thinking maybe that was it, but uh, he, he does take it. Yep, and it puts it in takes his it into himself. And then Rodimus immediately shrinks back down, and he's Hot Rod again. And he's like, All And right, he's excited, yeah. Let's fucking party. Like, that's a great place for a party. Yeah, really. <laughs> and then Prime shoots him. <laughs> hey, he apologizes first, but then shoots him. Yeah. And then shoots everybody. Mm. He doesn't seem to be under his own control, because he must complete his mission, though. Like, mm -hmm. And, uh... Yeah, he's got he that mind control thing going to, on. He's and then to blow he the sets. Place up yeah, he sets a. It, the ship says auto destruct armed or something like that. But then they find and he escapes in his escape pod. And when everybody gets up from the rubble, they find out it's not an auto destruct. They're actually just on a collision course for a nearby sun. So which is you know if if you don't have a bomb to blow something up, flying it into with the sun will pretty yeah. well do the same thing. It yeah. doesn't make their situation any better. It's just you know. Correcting it. Then Optimus, uh, we cut right away to Optimus. He's talking to uh, Grimlock. Yeah, he's on Springer Cybertron. and Skydive Boom, uh, um, Perceptors there. And then he he's like, oh, the others, they sacrifice themselves so I may live. Mm. Uh, it's all great. And then Perceptor's like, what about uh, Spike and Daniel? And he's like, no survivors. Yeah, sons are <laughs> assholes. Oh. And yeah. Grimlock starts getting angry. <laughs> he smashes his tail. He stomps oh, around. Yeah. He is angry, angry, he angry. He fucking loses yeah. it. He wants Gwyneth's on blood. He does. If they had any. And, like, this tantrum scene, though, they let it go on, like, a little bit longer than necessary to get the point across. Like, it just... <laughs> but everybody else just moves out of frame, and then it's just a shot of well, yeah, boom, well, boom, boom. Grimlock was having a fucking yeah. temper. I'd be like, yeah, uh, I'll be uh, over there. <laughs> Optimus is just like, you know what? Just let him, let him do it, let him do it, and then he'll sleep it off. He'll have a nap, yeah. <laughs> and he'll get up, and we'll give him his juice box. And Springer is, like, all in for this for RC's sake. I get, and I wonder, like, yeah, what he is wants their some relationship? Revenge. Like, it could just as easily be brother and sister as much as romantic partners, as much as just really good friends. Like, it, it could be any one of those, right? Like it's, In the movie, didn't they kind of establish, like, Springer was like, ah, oh, you're like my little sister. There was a brother-sister yeah. thing, and they had this romance they were hinting at with, with Rodimus, but that has gone nowhere. Hmm. So, I yeah... I really feel it's a brother-sister thing. It, it seems like it anyway. But, yeah, he's, like, he doesn't even care about anybody else. He's, like, for our sea's sake or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. but Optimus has a plan. He says, we're going to get every Autobot together, the entire fleet, and we're going to attack the mm. Quintesson homeworld. And the Quintessons are watching all of yeah. this, as they do. <laughs> they know the entire Autobot fleet is coming in. Yeah. They've, apparently, they've planned this entire thing, and they want the fleet to come to them. So, yeah. Uh, we cut back to the Autobots who are on the <laughs> mausoleum. They do here, they're like, uh, oh, the, yeah. the plan's coming together, and they're like, uh, they agree that a snicker would be <laughs> most appropriate last time. Like, last time wasn't it a quiet chuckle or something, but this time it's yeah. a snicker. And they're all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
The uh, oh, on the mausoleum, the Autobots who are there, they escape just in time. Yeah, they they just improvise an escape ship. Like psh, they built one. There it is. They, <laughs> that's such a wheeljack move. Yeah, uh, and they decide. Oh, but yeah, they they set off for Cybertron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this scene right here, though, because the, the brakes or whatever it would be don't work, so they crash into. Uh, I guess it's Autobot headquarters or something. But yeah. Snarl and Sludge are in the room, and they're in dinosaur mode for some reason. So it's nice to see Snarl again. Know. And the yeah. Dinobots are like think that they're ghosts because they've been told that they're dead right and then sludge is like maybe we're dead too (laughs) (laughs) and then snarl figures like oh no we can't be dead Uh, something's fishy here (laughs) and they they basically fill in the autobots on what didn't you think it was kind of weird though seeing these guys talking in dinosaur mode i mean we're kind of used to it now with grimlock uh, but mm. like before, all they did in Dinosaur Run was hiss and roar and growl at each other. Like they didn't talk unless they were in robot mode. Anyway, I didn't really think of that. To but be yeah, honest. it's like it's like if, if a horse, it's like Mr. Ed kind of thing, right? You know, it's like yeah. this animal is, is talking by moving. His, anyway, it doesn't matter. Like RC realizes that Optimus has taken the whole fleet. Like there's nobody left. <laughs> yeah, literally, they just left Sludge and Snarl. So they they radio Optimus and go. We go up to the the flagship and blur. Declare, uh, runs up to Optimus and he's like, "Hey, they're all alive." And Optimus <laughs> says, "It's a Quintesson trick. Fuck those guys. It's a cunning Quintesson trick." Yeah. And uh, they, we we cut to the Quintessons and they just basically do a bunch of exposition and tell us Optimus is not himself, uh, and they've put something in him to control him. And the planet they're going to attack is a decoy that will blow them up. Yeah. And then they just launch missiles missiles from like dozens of asteroids and things, and they just blow the aerial bots to bits. Like it shows them exploding. These guys. Oh, I'm it's pretty like, sure I saw Power Glide go too. Yeah. yeah like a Power lot Glide of Autobots. Yeah. And it's not that thing where oh, their one arm goes this way and one leg goes that way. No. They Blew Boom. into shrapnel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were like, uh, rubble. Yeah, because I, I even even like Skyfire, or at least something that looks an awful lot like him, is with them. And even Old Power Glide is flying in space, but. No, yeah. he's an aircraft that needs air to fly. You can't fly an A-10 in space. Anyway, the Autobots are taking heavy losses, right? Oh, oh commercial break. And then um, when we come back, Magnus tries to contact Opus, Optimus again. Mm. They're in their On ship. The flagship. It's flying now, even though they just crashed it. And they're trying to, they want to board the flagship in their little shuttle. And Optimus says, oh, Quintessence again, and <laughs> yeah. orders them to blow up the ship. Uh, he orders them to fire an Ultra Magnus's ship. But uh, in a very quick shot, Spike is shown in a spacesuit, and Daniel is in, like, that exosuit thing he had from the movie. So, okay, at least, you know. They're acknowledged, yeah, they're not they're, that They're taking invincible. measures to be in space, yeah. Um, and Perceptor <laughs> runs up and sees all of them, so they all survive the explosion. They're just flying through space. Perceptor yeah, sees them, and they, they pull them in. And then the Quintessons start doing, they have to revise their calculations. They didn't plan on this, uh, but they still yeah, have, like, a, what, 97%? Confused and fly towards the detonator or something, but uh, they get on board the Optimus' flagship, I guess, and Hot Rod just punches his way into the command center. Yeah, through the, yeah. And, uh, Hot Rod calls Optimus out and says, look, I'm taking command back. You're not in charge. Nope. And then Optimus says, how dare you? I go, oh, my head. And we have a flashback. And it's it's kind of creepy. It's very much a Frankenstein's monster kind of thing. And the Quintessons are, they're reviving Optimus's, like, personality and corpse, but with their own circuitry implanted. So it's kind of like RoboCop, where his brain is running the show, but there are cybernetics Mm. in there pushing him in certain directions. Yeah, exactly. He... It's kind of yeah. neat. 
And like Hot Rod like doesn't want to fight him, and Prime doesn't want to fight either. But Prime he has no choice. He starts attacking, and he's like, while he's beating the crap out of Hot Rod, he's like, "Please stop me," kind of thing. Well, there like, was this weird thing shit. like he got behind him, and I didn't know what was happening, but it almost looked like he had him in some kind of hold and was stretching yeah, him out, and tearing his chest Prime apart. Prime gives him the the old one two or something. Yeah, it's like he says the Matrix is making me too strong or something, yeah. and like and Hot Rod is really damaged but he manages to throw prime against a wall and like one of his arms mm-hmm. falls off yeah it went it's back like, a little horror-esque here um yeah it's like one-armed optimus now like, and in a moment of clarity optimus gives the matrix to hot rod who becomes rodimus again yeah like he he, he just throws his gun away takes out the matrix and he, he sticks yeah. it back in rodimus and, and then he just walks away and Cup, Cup RC, Magnus, and Spike, they find Rodimus, and they all flee the exploding ship. And then we cut to Optimus mm. in the uh, pilot's, or the captain's chair of this flagship. Yep, and he's like, uh, this, is your, this is Optimus Prime, this is my last order, like, get back to Cybertron. Don't come after me. Make sure you save 15% on your insurance with Geico. <laughs> And the Quintessons try to blow up Optimus' ship. Which they is unleash wants. everything. And it doesn't work. He just keeps on flying. And then I mean, they blow the words. ship apart, but yeah, it's a suicide mission. And he mm. slams right into this planetoid and sacrifices himself. And kaboom. Blammo! The Autobots mourn the loss of Optimus again, and we see him in the sky just like... Not Simba. Who is his dad? Mufasa. <laughs> This is just a complete series of random things that, that get them here, all right? First of all, the Autobots are being chased by the Decepticons, and it turns out the Decepticons found them because the Quintessons told them where to look. Fine. All right. Then the Autobots get their ship destroyed, and they have to make an emergency landing on something. They don't know what it is. But it's the mausoleum ship they hope they'd all never see again. So they obviously weren't going to it in the first place and knew where it was so they could avoid going to it. But anyway... Next thing, there's air in here. Why is there air in here? Like Spike even says something about air earlier. He's like, why is there air here? It's a tomb for beings that didn't breathe when they were fucking alive, let alone now that they're dead. And why is there light or heat? Like, you don't see Spike and Daniel getting up the flashlights and the sweaters and the long slacks. It doesn't matter. Daniel starts walking past the tombs, Ironhide, Ratchet, Prowl, Huffer. Yeah, the hell with Huffer. I'm glad he's dead. I really am. There, I said it. Horrible character. Autobots transform. All he ever had was one decent scene. Did I mention it was only one? Because it was just one. When he lugged Prime's trailer back from the rig fight. Well, there's the end of an episode that dragged Prime's corpse out of retirement and smacked it around for our entertainment and then shoved it back in a hole. I'm glad he's dead. I really am. Oh, uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, so that's the end of uh, of episode uh, episode eight. So, uh... (laughs) Yeah, it was... It was... uh... An okay episode. Uh, next episode is going to yeah. be Starscream's Ghost, in case we haven't seen enough ghosts already. Uh, enough ghosts and, and goblins. You want to see a... Uh, I don't know. I got nothing. We're on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. <laughs> Paul's at P. McPherson 1. <laughs> yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you use to listen to us, and make sure you recommend us to your friends. Tell all your friends. And until next time, keep on transforming! Maybe we're dead, too.